Preface of the Crimson Fairy Book This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jenny Lundack. The Crimson Fairy Book. Edited by Andrew Lang. Preface each fairy book demands a preface from the editor and these introductions are inevitably both monotonous and unavailing a sense of literary honesty compels the editor to keep repeating that he is the editor and not the author of the fairy tales just as a distinguished man of science is only the editor not the author of nature like nature popular tales are too vast to be the creation of a single modern mind the editor's business is to hunt for collections of these stories told by peasant or savage grandmothers in many climes from new caledonia to zululand from the frozen snows of the polar regions to greece or spain or italy or far lochaber when the tales are found they are adapted to the needs of british children by various hands the editor doing little beyond guarding the interests of propriety and toning down to mild reproofs the tortures inflicted on wicked stepmothers and other naughty characters these explanations have frequently been offered already but as far as ladies and children are concerned to no purpose they still ask the editor how he can invent so many stories more than shakespeare dumas and charles dickens could have invented in a century and the editor still avers in the prefaces that he did not invent one of the stories that nobody knows as a rule who invented them or where or when it is only plain that perhaps a hundred thousand years ago some savage grandmother told a tale to a savage granddaughter that granddaughter told it in her turn that various tellers made changes to suit their taste adding or admitting features and incidents that as the world grew civilized other alterations were made and that at last homer composed the odyssey and somebody else composed the story of jason and the fleece of gold and the enchantress medea out of a set of wandering popular tales which are still told among samoids and samoans hindus and japanese all this has been known to the wise and learned for centuries and especially since the brothers grimm wrote in the early years of the nineteenth century but children remain unaware of the facts, and so do their dear mothers, whence the editor infers that they do not read his prefaces, and are not members of the folklore society, or students of Herr Kohler and Monsieur Cosquin and Monsieur Henri Guidot and Professor Child and Mr. Max Muller though these explanations are not attended to by the editor's customers he makes them once more for the relief of his conscience many tales in this book are translated or adapted
from those told by mothers and nurses in Hungary. Others are familiar to Russian nurseries, and Serbians are responsible for some. A rather peculiarly fanciful set of stories are adapted from the Romanians. Others are from the Baltic shores, others from sunny Sicily, a few from Finland and Iceland and Japan and Tunis and Portugal. No doubt many children would like to look out these places on the map and study their mountains, rivers, soil, products, and fiscal policies in the geography books. The people who tell the stories differ in color, language, religion, and almost everything else, but they all love a nursery tale. The stories have been mainly adapted or translated by Mrs. Lang, a few by Miss Lang and Miss Blackley. End of preface. Recording by Jenny Lundack, South Padre Island, Texas.